Welcome to tonight's live Q&A, featuring our panel of log and timber home experts. Today we'll be fielding all of your questions submitted below in the live chat. We also have hundreds of questions that have already been submitted to us through email, Instagram, Facebook, and previous YouTube comments. On the stage with me right now is Justin Jankowski and Jeff Heeg. We'll also be bringing on John Went and Jan Halber. They'll be joining us later in the broadcast. Jeff, the first question goes to you. This comes from Mary. Mary would like a lot of natural light in her kitchen. Do you have any ideas for her? Oh, sure. Mary, that's a very good question because when it comes to designing your home, the number one focal point is in the kitchen. That's where sometime during the day you're going to be there. So if you think about it, you want that area bright. You want natural light. And it's very easy to design that kitchen in the center of your home and then you could have natural light windows, patio doors all the way around that. And also picture in the gable above the cabinets, you could have windows in the gable of that bringing in a lot of natural light as well. So we can certainly do that. You want a bright kitchen. You want to be very, very proud of that area. And uh, we can do that for you. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Those yep. are great ideas. <clears throat> Justin, we have a question sent in to us from Tom. Tom would like to utilize those exposed root bottom, flare bottom posts in his home. Are there any pros or cons that he should consider? For sure. Well, the pros are, you know, you have a, a very unique, one-of-a-kind focal point right when you walk in your home, essentially, most of the time. It's usually a support post for that home uh, to support the loft floor or ridge beam. Uh, I've also seen them used as newel posts around a stairwell opening. Um, some people use them on the outside of their home as well and maybe place them on a stone pillar you know, to support their covered porch. Uh, I've got one client that's basically, it's gonna come from their porch floor all the way up to their covered porch ceiling. Um, we've got some giant jumbo flared posts now um, that are even larger. So yeah, I mean, it's a very unique, like I said, one of a kind post. Uh, maybe the only con is that, uh, you know, it may cost a little extra to do that post, but I think the minimal cost to do that flare bottom post is, is certainly well worth it. It's not something you're gonna replace, easily replace down the road. So. Um, the minimal cost to do it is well worth it, for sure. And let's put it another way. We've had people that choose that post. Once they get that pricing back, they never reverse that decision. Never. It's always worth what it costs. Definitely. I had a customer one time, Justin, he said, think of it, that's made by God. Because they're all separate. They're all different. Very yep. unique. Yep, very unique. Speaking of different materials, we have a question sent to us from Deb, and she'd like to know if she can mix square with round. Oh, sure, Deb, you can do that. Like let's just say for example, for an accent that you wanted round logs on the um, exterior walls of your home and the corners you wanted square. That happens very often. Say you wanted round logs and you wanted flat square trim. It's your home, we'll do anything that we can to make your dream come true. If that's what you want, that's what we can certainly do. Yeah. One thing I wanna add today too, we had a very pleasant surprise here at Golden Eagle. You guys will all attest to this. Um, Wally Parmeter, who originally started Golden Eagle 55 years ago, 88 years old, there's a picture of him right there, was here to visit us today. And the pride that he had on what he started and what his family has developed over the years was unreal. So I just wanted to say that. Yep. Yep. Quite a bit of a, quite a legacy there. Yep. And I can tell you that he puts a big smile on his face every time he hears that someone is visiting us here at Golden Eagle. Yep. Justin, we have a, a question sent in, and they'd like to know about doing a room with bunk beds. Oh, for sure. We've done a lot of these rooms in, in the past. Um, a lot of times we'll see these in a lower level. 
um, or maybe in a low headroom space up in a loft. You know, it's kind of a, uh, a unique space, not sure what to do with it. Um, it's, a, it's a great place to add some extra um, sleeping areas for, for grandkids. Sure. Um, grandparents love putting that area in their home. Uh, and the grandkids love it even more. You know, it's, they get to camp out and spend the nights with uh, with their siblings, their nieces and their cousins, I should say. Um, so yeah, we do that. We do that quite often. Jeff, we have a question sent in to us from Nick. He'd like to know about the cool places we built in. You've been in sales here at Golden Eagle for well over 17 years. Yep. Yep. There's got to be a lot of places. Can you touch on that? Yeah, I sure can. Um, it's one thing to think about. If your land can accept the log home, we can build it there. You know, we can certainly do it. I mean, we've built homes all across the United States and Canada. I've got a home taking delivery up in Alaska this summer. Um, that home that you just saw there was a beautiful home from Spearfish, South Dakota. That is in the western hills of North Carolina. I mean, we've done them in Wisconsin. I sold a beautiful home up in North Conway, New Hampshire. Uh, that's our South Carolina plan. Uh, there it is right there. <laughs> And uh, anywhere you want to do them, we certainly can do them. And in our design department, we take care of any wind loads, snow loads. It's all code compliant wherever you would be building. Well, thank you, Jeff. Those are certainly some awesome locations. Yep. Justin, we have a question sent in from Michael. He'd like to know when to contact Golden Eagle before planning to start his home build. Really? Okay, yeah, it's really ne never too early, but, um, you know, a good rule of thumb is probably like two years before you really want to move into that home. Um, you know, I'm kind of going through some of the timelines in, in my head and, you know, explaining that to some customers today and really to, to get through the ballpark pricing, preliminary pricing, preliminary plans, I should say, and then preliminary pricing, um, final selections, and then um, final construction documents. You know, that could take... It could, that could take up to 32 weeks. So average that out or divide that by four weeks per month. That's, that's eight months right there. And a lot of people like to take their time through the design process. This is going to be their dream home, um, their final home. And, you know, let's not rush through it. Let's take the time designing that home. Um, so you've got that time. You've got about those eight, eight months through designing and pricing. Sure. And then after that, you have the construction time. So depending on the size of that home, yeah, it could take four to maybe eight months to, to construct that beautiful home for you, um, even up to a year. So, um, you know, putting all those numbers together, that's a lot of numbers I just threw out there very quickly, but um, kind of works out to about two years is, is a good timeline to really contact us to start that process. Mm -hmm. Jeff, we have a question that was emailed into us from Mike. Mike is building in western North Carolina. Sure. He doesn't have access to natural gas, and he's concerned about heating his home. Mm -hmm. What are some good solutions? Oh, yeah. We, again, I told you before, we have beautiful homes built in North Carolina. I've got a nice one being built there right now. And if you can't get natural ga gas, you could certainly have propane. I have propane in my log home. It works just fine. You could also have electric. That's for sure. So there are definitely options that you can do. That's for sure. We have a question submitted below in the live chat. And Justin, they'd like to know what is the biggest home that we can build? Oh, boy. I mean, it's pretty, uh, you know, unlimited, really. I mean, we've designed them up to 17,000 square feet. So um, there's certainly not a limitation to our design services, that's for sure. So any shape, size that you want to build, our design team is great. Um, and we'll be able to accommodate that and handle that project that large. No problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you, Justin. Ryan submitted a question on Instagram. He'd like to know about Alaska's climate, the, the short summers. How long should he plan to build a home there? 
Yeah, I'm glad that was directed at me. Like I told you before, I have a home taking delivery up in Alaska this summer. And uh, the builders up there are a hardy breed. They have uh, a short building window, but think about it, the days are very long in the summertime. So they work very, very long days. The actual time to build the home would be the same it would be here in Wisconsin, except for there, they're working longer days. They're making it work for you. So. Um, it can certainly be done in the in the time frame that they have, and we have great builders up there. So. Thank you, Jeff. In the chat below, I've got another question for you. They'd like to know, can they buy multiple homes from us? Oh, without a doubt, you sure can. We have a lot of people think of it this way, is we'll build, we have a couple of plans online that we have, say, garages with living quarters above, that they will build those first, and they will actually end up building another home on the same property, and they'll have their guest house. So it works really good that way, that they have this home built first and then built the, the second home. Or you can build it on, um, you know, sell your original Golden Eagle and buy another one. That's happened in the past many a times as well. They were so happy with their original time of going through this that they built with us again. Sure. Mm -hmm. Justin, another question from below. They'd like to know about our window options. Is wood available, fiberglass, aluminum clad? What is the best value window? I think also probably an add-on question there is, are they energy efficient? For sure, okay. The, the window company we prefer to use is Pella Windows. Great company, family-owned company as well. Um, the great thing about Pella is their catalog is so large. So you're gonna have your choice of just about any type of window. Um, you're not gonna be limited to any choices within their catalog. So yes, they'll do aluminum clad windows, which is essentially a wood window with aluminum cladding on the exterior, um, a fiberglass window, which now the, fr the frame around the glass is fiberglass now instead of wood, and then vinyl window. So which again, that frame around the glass is vinyl. Um, so yeah, energy efficiency is very important to a lot of people, uh, especially to us. Uh, we're gonna design that glass for your location um, standard with us is low e-films and argon, argon gas within the, those glasses. Um, so yeah, definitely no limitations within the window company. And, uh, you know, depending on what's important to you kind of determines which line you'll fall into is when I, when I start talking to clients. So is, is price important? Is energy efficiency or color options, blinds in the glass, you know, stuff like that, that'll kind of veer you in the direction of which window to go with which line to go with. Yeah, to add to that, Justin, you think about it, heat will escape the place of least resistance, okay? So if you don't have good windows and patio doors, that's exactly where that heat is gonna go out. So we're very proud to have Pella windows and patio doors, yep. Dave asked below if we've built in Pennsylvania, and yes, Dave, we have. Mm -hmm. uh, we have another question here, and Jeff will send this your way. Are we able to build an airfield if there's enough land? Oh, sure, definitely. Uh, there was a picture on there earlier, there you go, of an airstrip that uh, they consolidated on their property, and they have that for a runway coming right in and out of their property. Yes, that can certainly be done. And Justin, what do we consider when building temperature-controlled flooring? Sure, I mean, usually you're talking about, um, I believe the question may be talking about in-floor heating. And um, yeah, I mean, I just had that question today from a customer. We see that more and more often. Um, definitely heating the slab in the, in the basement uh, is definitely a must, especially if it's gonna be a walkout and you're gonna finish that basement in the future. 
Um, and then a lot of clients now do that since they already have that system in their house, they're gonna do the first floor and or second floor. And there's a couple different ways, you know, a handful of different ways I should really say to do that. You can, you can pour a lightweight gypcrete on your floor with the tubes inside of it. And that's probably the most common way I see it. It kind of heats up that concrete and uh, you know, all that mass there heats up. It's a nice even heat. Uh, another option is stapling those tubes that are heated up. The water is heated within those tubes. Um, stapled underneath the floor and heat it that way. Um, or there's some other products out there. One of the brand names is Warm Board. That, that's a way to do it too. Um, so yeah, it's becoming more and more common to do that. Um, the only thing I would say about that is if you're in an area that, um, that also gets very warm, you're gonna want some sort of air conditioning. So a lot of people will still want some sort of duct work for their air conditioning. So sometimes you still put a forced air unit in there to have that duct work for air conditioning. So, um, but yeah, kind of a long, long answer to that question. Well, there are so many options available. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, we have a question from below from Jimmy. Jimmy would like to know about our average yearly price increase. Sure. Um, we have found over the years, before the COVID, we have found that our prices went up usually about 3% a year is about what it was. So, so really, it keeps up with inflation. That's right. Yeah, yep. Very normal right. price increases. And then, of course, we go to market every winter and we buy in bulk. That's right. So it really, it's, it's awesome that we're able to protect pricing mm -hmm. for our clients and have that contract pricing so that there are no surprises for them yep. during construction. We have buying power, let's put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Justin Jeff has a question from below. He'd like to know about incorporating solar or wind power. Is that something that can be done? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's really um, just being able to, to work with the company that's going to provide that, sol that solar or wind power for you. Um, you know, we can work hand in hand with that company and make sure the home is designed to accommodate the, you know, if it's solar panels or if it's some sort of shingle that gets applied to the roof, you know, if there's extra weights involved with that stuff, we can certainly design the roof system to support that. So yeah, not a problem. Yeah, we see it all the time. We have a question from below from Aaron. He'd like to know if we make furniture for the homes or if that's something that gets outsourced. And there are a lot of companies out there that make really cool, rustic and unique furniture. So it'd make a lot of sense to purchase it through them. We do not hand make any furniture. Uh, Andrew has a question for you, Jeff, and he loves the look of our homes. He's wondering, would it be all right to mix multiple floor plans together and create his own custom plan? That, I, I just had a grin on my face because you've probably heard us say in the past, the 55 years we've been in business, we've never sold the same home twice. So we have a lot of people that'll start with plan A and they'll consolidate ideas from B, C, and D and put those together and make it work. And don't ever be afraid to bring in ideas that you have. Paper clippings. I mean, you might have ideas that you've been saving for this for years. The more information you can bring us, the more we can easily we can make your dream come true. So, yes. Great. Thank you, Jeff. Yep. We see that so many times, don't yeah, we, with those sure. custom plans? They are certainly one of a kind. Sure. None of them really are stock, are they? No. Every home is unique. No. We have a question from Tony. He'd like to know, being that we harvest and mill our own logs, he'd like to know if the construction costs are more economical if he goes with a full log construction versus a stick frame construction. Yeah, we're seeing those prices being very close to each other because well, we've purchased those logs in advance most of the time. And like you said, we, we mill our own and dry all of our products here. We feel we control the cost and obviously the quality better if we do everything in-house. So. Yeah, um, the full log are becoming very, very um, uh, more closely priced to the half log homes uh, that we've seen in the past, for sure. Thank you, Justin. 
question below, Jeff, uh, about shipping material outside of the continental United States. Mm -hmm. Is that something that can be done? What we do here at Golden Eagle is we ship from the United States and Canada. And that's the only two uh, uh, countries that we ship to. And uh, uh, that is something that we could work out with you, possibly in the future. If you let us know where you're going with this, we can possibly look into that. But as of right now, it's United States and Canada. Uh, we have a, a question sent in to us about an underground shelter, and they would like it to be under a log house. Would be able to work with a company uh, that has that underground shelter uh, available to be provided. And yeah, certainly we could work with a company like that. Uh, just get us into conversation and. As long as we know about it early, no problem at all. Well, we've got a lot more questions for Jan and John. We'll bring them on board. Thank you, guys. We'll bring you back on later. We have a question below, and it is asking about pricing and price increases. And it was something that was just touched on. Certainly, prices have gone up, but we have never been as busy as we are today. As you know, we have well over 400 different log and timber profiles and a few of them are already sold out into the summertime of 2022. So if you want to start building, there is no better time than now to reach out to us. Welcome to the stage, you guys. It's great to have you up here. Great to be here. John, we have a question sent in from Matthew. He'd like to know if we can do regular siding on a home instead of logs. Absolutely we can. We, uh, we're actually working on a <laughs> video series right now. It's the DIY series. And that specific customer chose to go with our maintenance-free exposed timber package, which features a non-log siding um, application. You know, we've also done, you'll see in our photo gallery, we've done a, a, a home that was all stone. I think we've done a couple that had stucco on them. So we can definitely incorporate anything the customer's looking for. Mm -hmm. Jan Bristol sent in a question, and she'd like to know how our homes compare to similar-sized custom homes. She points out that she thinks a lot of viewers would be surprised to find out how comparable our pricing can be. Yeah, well, Golden Eagle is extremely competitive when it comes to comparing apples for apples. So that's the biggest thing that you have to look at. Golden Eagle sells unique products. You know, we sell log, hand, you know, hand-hewn and hand-peeled, uh, stone, and lots of timber products, cedar shakes, uh, you know, lots of neat things. We sell lots of interior products like wall finishes and ceiling finishes, barn wood, reclaimed products. So if you compare the unique products that Golden Eagle offers, and if a custom builder would incorporate them products into their home, Golden Eagle will be extremely competitive uh, against anybody on the market. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, John, we have a question from Justin. He'd like to know, what are some of the most unique special requests that we've had in new home construction? Sure, sure. So we get requests all the time. You know, you've been doing it as long as we have. You've kind of seen a lot of things, so it's not always unique to us. But, um, I mean, one of the things you did in your home was that loft above the tube, the bathroom. That's become popular now. I'd almost consider that more of a trend, but at the time, that was a very unique thing. Um, we've had customers do car elevators from a lower-level garage to an upper-level garage. Uh, Jan, I think you're working with a customer right now doing kind of like a built-in greenhouse inside their, their great room area. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we, we get a lot of crazy requests, but we can definitely help you out with them. Yeah. Jan, any more? Really yeah, actually, I, I remember a project that we did uh, over in uh, Missouri that was uh, on Table Rock Lake where they actually had a... a uh, an elevator that went from upstairs on their porch down to the lake to the dock down below 
and it was a car that they would, you know, that would actually get in and take that right down there. So that was really awesome. I mean, yeah, we've done safe rooms, um, you know, on a lot of projects where people actually want a place where they can, uh, you know, be safe if something happens or storm shelter or whatever right on the main floor of the house. So. Yeah. In fact, we have a, a future video series, and they'll have an elevator in that home. So that'll be pretty neat to see how they incorporate that. Jan, we have a question from Dr. Terry, and she is very interested in the Timberlake floor plan. That's from the video series Inside an Amazing Home. She would like to build that style, but in a smaller format, a smaller footprint. Is that something that she can do? Are there any alternative plans that she can be looking at? Absolutely. Hi, Terry. Um, your, your request for that timber lake is one of many. We get several calls on that home. It's, it's super popular. Everybody loves the, 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 the different options that we displayed in that home. Um, if you go to our website, goldeneaglelaghome.com, you can go and click on the Timber Lake. It is our 2302 plan, and that is a, uh, a smaller version of the, the home that's displayed there. So we virtually took the same plan. We just scaled it down a little bit and, you know, to cut the costs on it. So it's absolutely, we can, we can take any plan um, and make it smaller or make it larger. So it's just the starting point that we need, and then we can make it work for you. I know Jeff has a client who has a home under construction right now who has that smaller version of that plan, and we just had another person come in recently, and they're building a smaller version also. And all of them are completely unique. So it's, it's pretty great. Those are just starting points with those plans. We have a question below from Ronald, and John, Ronald would like to know if we have a builder in southern New Jersey. How do, how do the rest of our viewers go about knowing whether there are reputable contractors in their area that can build this caliber of a home? Yeah, we've got a great database of builders that we uh, work with. Uh, give us a call. You know, we'd love to talk to you. Uh, what we would do is look and start with who's in that localized area, that services that area. And then we also have a couple of crews that are structured in a way that they travel nationwide for, for uh, areas that we might be a little light with builder representation. But give us a call. We'll look it up and, uh, and answer any questions and get that going for you. Speaking of builder-related services, Dave would like to know who handles the perk test. Well, typically the general contractor that, that we team you up with is going to handle that. You know, he's going to meet with, once Golden Eagle gets your plans, uh, preliminary plans drawn, and we get uh, some pricing together for you, and we set you up with a builder to work with you on your property, that's, at that point, that is when they typically would do what we call a site visit, and they would, uh, you know, do the perk test on the property. If you don't have a survey, they would get a survey done at that point and uh, do a complete evaluation of what you got going on with your home. So, so to make sure that that Golden Eagle will, will, uh, will work for you. Mm -hmm. Smokey asked below if we can design a home with a swim spa in it. Yes, absolutely. That's been done before. In fact, we have a future video series that will have <laughs> a swim spa in it. So stay tuned for that. If you haven't subscribed already, be sure to do so. We have many more great Q&As like this coming up in the future, but also incredible home tours, a lot of great ideas that will be terrific for you to reference when designing your future dream home. John, there, there's a question below. They'd like to know the difference between a square and a round log. The main question here is, is there a price difference? And we already know the answer is there's no price difference between square and round, mm -hmm. but there, is a, there are different peel options available. Will you touch on the different peel options? Right. So... Within, we do an 8-inch, a 10-inch, and a 12-inch log. We can do a round, 
a D shape or a square log within those profiles. The shape of the log does not determine the price. The size would dictate the price. And then like you said, Zach, the texturing. So a round log, we can do as a peel on it, or we can hand peel it. So if you want us to hand peel it, there's labor involved, so there's a little bit of an upcharge for the hand peel texture. Where a square log, or even a D log, you know, anything with a flat surface, is either gonna come smooth or hand hewn. And when we hewn the log, again, there's labor involved in it because we're actually physically doing it by hand. So that would cost a little bit more than like your standard peel or your smooth texture. Dave asked below about building in Pennsylvania. Where in Pennsylvania have we built? A fun fact about Pennsylvania is it's actually one of the most popular states for log and timber homes. I remember learning that quite a few years ago and I just found that was interesting. We have so many homes in Pennsylvania. You just need to give us a call and ask and we'll be sure to point you in the right direction if you're looking to drive by a home. We have a question below from Buffy and John. This will go back to you. She's asking for you. They are anxious to see their final plans. They're nervous about building costs though. What are your thoughts on costs in the near future? You know, if we had a crystal ball, that would be the, uh, the great thing. Um, prices have gone up a little bit recently, but, you know, I think with our buying power um, that we've touched on a little bit, we're, we're, you know, keeping them as close as we can. But, you know, they, they definitely are going up, but so are costs of homes. You know, people are getting more for their existing home when they're selling, and interest rates are remaining very low. So that's kind of helping offset a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And James sent in a question. He'd like to know about settling and any sort of tightening system that might need to happen on a full log home. Will you touch on if that's relevant to a Golden Eagle home? Sure. <clears throat> okay, every Golden Eagle home that we build, whether and, and, and it doesn't matter whether it's full log or half log or, or even our quarter log, our timber style, style sidings, all of our timber is kiln dried. That is the key to owning a log or timber home. That what, what, you know, basically what that means is we are taking that log that is 70% water when it's cut in the forest. We're gonna bring it in, we're gonna let it set for approximately one year. We're gonna let that moisture come down to about 35%. Then we're gonna take that log and we're gonna put it in our kiln dryer and we're gonna leave it in there for about 21 days so that we get that moisture content down to 19%. By doing that, we are going to eliminate any settling that that house is going to have pretty much for the lifetime of the home. Um, our model home here that we've got at Golden Eagle is 20 years old. It's, been, it's never been touched since the day it was built. The original clock that we've got uh, between the logs is still there. We've never touched it up. Um, outside of putting a coat of stain on the exterior uh, every so many years, uh, that's all the maintenance that's going to be required. Golden Eagle has an amazing flashing system um, and uh, all of our window and door box systems that go into all of our full log homes that is state of the art. Um, after 56 years of being in business, we learned the right way to do this and it's, uh, it, it, there's no better way, that, in my opinion, that you can do a log home. Thank you, Jan. That really hits on the benefits of kiln drying and there, there just are so many. Of course, we've seen those tightening systems out there, but those are for homes that are not kiln dried. And uh, another great thing is you just get such additional performance benefits of your stain product on the exterior of the home because it is just so dry and porous. We've got a couple questions here. One from Doug, he'd like to know if he can build an extra tall basement. 
Yes, absolutely, any height that you'd like. And Paul would like to know if they can get porch posts that look like tree trunks. Just go back to the previous or earlier part of this episode of this live Q&A, and you'll see how Justin touched on those posts before. Jetty, now Jetty Jetson would like to know, how long does the designing process usually take? John, will you touch on that a little bit? Sure. So that's going to largely de be dependent upon the customer and how many revisions we go through. Um, typically, I'm going to say you're probably going to be somewhere in a six to eight month process maybe, uh, but we've definitely had customers get through it a lot faster, and we've had customers take a little bit longer. You know, it's really, um, how, again, like I said, how many revisions are we going to make? What level of detail and how much thought have you put into this home before you come to us? You know, some customers come and they've got their perfect dream home already planned out, and some were completely starting from scratch. So, and I think John, also it also depends on the starting point. I think that has a big effect on how long it takes to design somebody's mm -hmm. home. If you're starting out with a Golden Eagle plan and, and we're going to do some modifications to it, well, we're halfway there because the plan's already started. But if we're starting out with a sketch on a napkin, or which we've had before, or just a, a sketch or a, a, you know, then there's gonna be a little bit more time involved for us to get that design and laid out. So it might take a few more times back and forth with the customer before we get that, uh, to get it spot on for them. Dave is asking, can he get a larger log home, like a 10 inch or a 12 inch? Dave, you absolutely can. We do have 10 inch and 12 inch available. I'm glad you asked though. And if you're talking to any other log and timber home company, you're going to need to ask that question. Many of them do six-inch logs or eight-inch logs. But we have eight, 10, and 12 available. We have a question down here from John. And he noticed that a lot of our homes have a master suite on the first floor. And Jan, I'm going to send this your direction. You have helped about 1,500 homes, uh, homes get built, put 1,500 families in homes, and you have an ADA design certification. So will you touch on the importance of a master suite on the first floor and why we see that being such a common trend? Sure, Zach. <clears throat> Most of our customers at Golden Eagle are 50 and over. It, that's what it is. Um, this is a home that uh, they've dreamed of their whole life. It's going to be their last home. It's a legacy home, something they might pass on to their families. But for the most part, they're building that home for convenience. People that are going to be 50 and over want to be able to have you know, things in the house that are going to make life easier for them. For instance, wider doorways, um, three-foot doorways instead of two-and-a-half-foot doorways. This is a very inexpensive option. Zero entry uh, entries from when you come in from the garage into the house, no steps. No steps from the front door into the house. Um, tiled showers that are actually uh, where you can go right straight in, roll into the shower, no step or no curb. And of course, master suites on the main floor. Um, why, why go up a set of stairs to get upstairs every time you need to go, to go to bed at night? So it's easier to have all the things that you need to live on the first floor. Laundry, facilities, uh, your kitchen, dining room, great room, your, uh, and your master suite, it's all there. And then you can put your extra bedrooms and bath upstairs for your guests or for the kids when they come home. Or you can finish that walkout basement and, 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 and uh, put some bedrooms and bathrooms down there uh, so it keeps it more private. Everything you have is on your main floor, and uh, it just makes things easier for you. We have a question from Zach below, and he'd like to know if we've considered building a tiny home. Is that anything that we've done in the past? 
And a great resource for you, Zach, would be to contact Log Home Mart. They are affiliated with us here at Golden Eagle, and they sell parts and pieces, and they would really be best to guide you on that project. We have a question, John, from Exile Aviation. That's the username on this question. And they'd like some help with interiors. They want to know about doors, cabinets, flooring, fixtures. Will you touch on our selections process and really how we help guide clients through picking out all the interior and exterior finishes? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think personally, I think everybody up here would agree that's probably the biggest thing that separates us from a lot of the other companies out there is really our one-stop shop. Um, so, you know, our job as a sales rep is to really take a lot of the interior designs that you're looking for, get that home laid out, you know, so that the floor plan's exactly the way you want it, and then you get to come in and it's a full day event right here in our showroom where we actually, uh, you get to work right next to Zach for a full day. And uh, Zach and Dela walk around and it's, it's a great day. You're actually picking out your interior doors, your stain colors, your ceiling finish, your wall finish, uh, picking out the, the window colors, the faucets, designing the cabinet, not only for the functionality of every drawer and door option you're gonna put in there, but uh, you know the actual layout and the coloring. So. That, that day really is a great day for customers because they see all the work that they've put in those months ahead of time developing that floor plan now take shape and really start to take on a, a, you know, a true character. And you see a lot of great smiles that day when they're done working with you. Mm -hmm. okay. Jimmy asks he's about snow loads. And Jan will send this to you. He's building in northern Wisconsin, heavy snow loads. Do we take that into account when building his home? No doubt about it, absolutely. Again, Golden Eagle sells homes all over the United States. We've got homes up 9,000 feet, Colorado and Montana, where they get four foot of snow in one evening. So you bet, we have to abide by all code requirements wherever that home is being built. There is a snow load that we would use, so that will determine how close the trusses have to be together, how thick of roof sheathing has to be put on the home. So that snow load is without any doubt is going to change from area to area across the country. So we're, we're a Wisconsin company, so northern Wisconsin is a piece of cake, no problem uh, uh, compared to some other areas where we've done homes that uh, require even much heavier snow loads. Stu would like to know, is there a price bump for choosing a hand-hewn finish? It really depends on the package. On a full log home package, we have the hand-peeled finish already chosen in there, but hand hewning is already chosen on the exposed beam package yep. as well as the ultra custom timber home package. So really it depends on which package you start with, but hand hewning is available on anything that is square. Jan, we have a question from Bob and he'd like for you to talk about wiring in log homes so that the wires aren't exposed. Yeah, absolutely. The, every, a lot of people get nervous about having to wire a full log home. There's a number of different options that you can go with. Um, we have what we call an elevated log stack for those that are nervous about that, where we would actually frame a two, a two foot wall all the way around the bottom of the house. Um, and then we would start stacking our full logs up on top of that, what we, that knee wall or that elevated stack height. That allows everybody to, to be able to run your electrical or whatever it is that you wanna run around the bottom of the, 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 the home to be able to uh, make it a lot easier for the plumber or the electrician. However, the old style that we've used for years and years and years, 
The builders are trained so that they will cut in all your electrical outlets, all your boxes. If you've got a TV jack or phone jack or whatever's got to go on that wall, that'll be cut in prior to the electrician even coming in. The box will be ready to go. So that's all that the electrician has to do is run all your wiring in and, and, and put the boxes in. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, a little bit more planning needs to go into it on a, on a full log. You know, you want to plan it so that, and usually, typically, the builder will meet with the homeowner and, and do a little walkthrough once they start setting the log, the first or second course of logs, just to kind of key point where you want all your outlets and that to go so they can get them in there as they go. It's really a lot more straightforward than most people expect it to be. And a lot of this has already been thought of ahead of time. A question here for you, John. And the question in particular is asking about building a log home in a southwestern climate. Is there any concern about that? But really, will you touch more on, is there much of a concern building it in air, any area of the United States? No, no. We, I mean, we build all over the country. Uh, we design the home, engineer it specifically for the region you're building. Uh, some areas are naturally just drier climates or more humid climates, things like that. But we're using uh, excellent stains that are, are designed to be used all over the country. So I don't perceive, you know, we've never had any issues. Another question for you, John, is talking about locking in pricing. And in particular, the person would like to know at what point does pricing get locked in? So pricing gets locked in when you sign your contract with us. Um, so, you know, if we start working with you and it takes two years to develop the plans, we can't hold the pricing that entire time. But once we develop the proposal, you see that, then we go into engineering and you sign the contract, then your prices are locked in. And we give you six months after that to take your first delivery, six months after that to take in the rough end delivery. So we're really holding those prices for a year beyond the point once we lock them in. But we can't lock them in until we get the contract signed. Mm -hmm. Gabriel would like to know, what kind of loan do most people take when building a Golden Eagle log and timber home? And he'd also like for you to touch on if he can do a VA loan. So, yeah, I mean, financing is totally, you know, up to you. You know, we have a few avenues that we can refer to you uh, for your, you know, for financing. Um, but, you know, as long as they meet our, our delivery terms and our payment terms here at Golden Eagle, it really doesn't matter what, you know, what kind of program that you want to go with on your, uh, with your loans. So, so if you've got an issue or if you've got a question or your financing institution that you're working with uh, is questioning something, we'd be happy to talk to them and explain to them our payment terms. Great. Thank you, Jan. Well, we'll bring you guys back up on stage later. For now, we'll bring back up Justin and Jeff. A question sent in to us. And this one comes from Aaron. He'd like to know, can we build in a major city like Chicago or Toronto? Um, there is really no city that we can't build in, and, but we don't necessarily see too many log and timber style homes in those areas. But I'll tell you, there are also a lot of subdivisions that you may drive through. You may not realize it, but that's a Golden Eagle log and timber home. That's because the exterior can be very subdivision friendly and you can make it as unique and rustic as you want both interior and exterior. I think that's what's what's drawn people a lot to those timber style homes is, you know, it, it can, they can be built in a subdivision. There's a lot of flexibility with the exterior facades, when the, with the interior finishes. And you see a lot of those style homes now going in subdivisions for sure. A question here for you, Jeff. This comes from Merlin. You'd like to know, can you build a conventionally framed home with log on the exterior and the interior? So it'd still look sure. like a full log home. Yep, that very good question. What we have standard 
like you're looking at that right there, the stick built, stick framed, log siding comes standard on the exterior of the home if it's quarter log or if it's half log. And then the interior perimeter of the home on the first floor with our package comes standard with tongue and groove. So if you would want to substitute out the tongue and groove and put either drywall or half or quarter log on the inside, if you would do that, it would look just like a full log home. So your interior finish on a uh, split log or a, a quarter log or a half log home would be whatever you would want for the finishes, yes. Fred has a question he'd like to know about our history. Fred, we've been in business since 1966. And in fact, there have been over 5,400 homes built since that time. So we certainly have a lot of experience. There's very little that we haven't seen before. So it's pretty hard to get surprised. Val has a question, and Jan did touch on this earlier. She'd like to know, can you elevate the first row of wiring? How does it affect our value and the base of the house? And would it create a cold spot in the house? So, Justin, we, just, I, we, we already know that it doesn't affect the, the R value. We do spray foam insulation in those spots. And it's not necessarily a cold spot whatsoever. But will you touch on the different types of insulation that we do see people using and really the prioritization toward roof systems, which is what Jeff actually highlighted earlier. Right, right, yeah. Um, yeah, we see a lot of spray foam nowadays. Um, you know, back uh, a few years ago, it was fiberglass insulation was pretty much the bread and butter. Uh, but now with the high performance closed cell spray foams, um, you can add a ton of R value for, for minimal, you know, minimal space. Uh, and now there, we've also seen combinations of that you know, the flashing bat system where you spray maybe one or two inches in that cavity um, and it seals up all the little nooks and cranny, crannies in there and um, prevents any air infiltration. And then you come back and bat that with fiberglass insulation. You know, that'll help to keep, keep the cost down with the closed cell spray foam. Because it, it is more expensive process, it, it is. Um, but then now with, you know, with the roof systems, we use a parallel cord roof system. So that's gonna allow plenty of room Typically, minimum standard is 17 inches depth um, for insulation and ventilation, which is also very important. So you're going to have your ventilation from your soffit all the way up through your roof system out to the ridge vent like you should. Um, so yeah, those parallel cord roof systems um, definitely allows for conventional type insulation, no hot roofs, stuff like that. Uh, makes it very easy for subcontractors and insulators to, to understand and insulate it correctly then. And Jeff, you used to be in the insulation business. Yep. So you don't need to tell us how many years ago that was. <laughs> but you, you do currently live in a full log home. Will you touch on the thermal benefits of a full log home? Yeah. One thing, that was way before you were born, Zach. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. Yeah, I live in a 10-inch full log home. And the way that I like to talk about that, when you compare it to a split log home or a wall that has drywall, let's just say, for example, that it's 75 degrees in your house. You walk up to a log and you put your hand on that log, it's 75 degrees because the air pockets in that log actually absorb heat and it'll hold it and store it like a battery, okay? That same 75 degree home, if you walk up and put your hand on a piece of drywall, even though you might have a real high R factor behind that, the drywall's cold to the touch. That's what I really like about our full log home and the full log homes that we sell. They're just a very warm, cozy feeling in them. So. 
And how can you incorporate a fireplace into the heating of a home? That's another question that we have. Sure, you bet. There's many, what we have standard in our package is a 36 inch wood burning fireplace. We have 42, 50 inch. We have many different types of fireplaces to consolidate in there. And what I do at my home, my log home, is uh, we have a, a fireplace in the corner that I use almost every night. I love burning with wood. It's a lot of work. It's not a clean process. <laughs> It's a lot of work, but there's something about that crackle, snap, pop of a fireplace that it makes it all worthwhile. Let's put it this way. You don't want to go anywhere. Your home. This was your goal to live in a home like this, and you made it. So, yep. I've got a wood-burning fireplace in my home as well, and it's one of the favorite things that sure. Aaron and I love doing. And I always get a compliment when I make a good fire, and it's really easy to do in those fireplaces. Yep. Also, just the efficiency of them, too. It's really good for heating those spaces. Sure is. Justin, we have a question about warranty. What kind of warranty does Golden Eagle offer? You bet. Yeah, we're going to offer a 25-year warranty and all the workmanship and quality of the log products that we offer. And then all the great products that we offer within the home, the windows, the faucets, um, interior doors, you know, they're going to have their own warranties built within them. And uh, God forbid anything should happen with any of those products. You know, contact us first, our customer service department, six days a week. You know, we can be that first, that first point of contact. We'll help you through any, any warranty um, steps you need to, to get, that, uh, get that product rectified. So. And we've got a good record-keeping system here that homes that were sold years and years ago, we have that on record mm -hmm. where we know what color stain and what color caulk and things like that. So call us. We're here to help. I, I think it also goes back to the products that we offer too. We offer high quality products with good reputations, sure. like Pella windows. Sure. They've been around since the early 1900s. Yep. You know, Moen, Delta, Faucets, all those companies um, have been around a long time and they're gonna be there to service down That's the correct. road. It's also a big reason why we picked even Tamco shingles, the it's best true. warranty with shingles. Mm -hmm. And those are not even, those are laminated architectural shingles. Yep. Yep. So even a step up above the rest. We have a question here about Building a small boat dock to match his Golden Eagle log and timber home. Yes, you can absolutely do that. We actually do that pretty often, right. don't we? Um, another question is, is about hiring a good builder. Uh, can Golden Eagle help him find a good builder? Um, what about helping him understand pricing and the builder's contract and all that? Uh, Justin, will you touch on that a little bit? Sure, you bet. Yep. Um, yeah, we got, we got a good uh, list of builders throughout the country that have built their homes before in the past. We can definitely get you in contact with those guys to build your home. And, uh, you know, if it's a new builder that, that you have worked with in the past, build, build a home, um, you want to utilize him, we can help him through building a Golden Eagle log and timber home. You know, once those final construction documents would be completed, we'd invite him to come in, sit down with our general manager, our engineering manager, and go through those documents, do a plan review session um, to make sure that everything um, is covered. So, um, and, you know, we offer six-day-a-week customer service. Our final construction documents are awesome. I mean, they're 20 to 25 pages long of details, cross sections, rough trust layouts. Um, so yeah, we can, we can help you know, a new builder. We can help you as a client understand what we're providing and what he is supposed to provide. We have it all laid out. You know, it's nothing that, that we're certainly trying to hide. It's just items that, that work better being supplied locally, like a foundation, like excavation, uh, the subcontract work, HVAC, plumbing, electrical, that sort of stuff just has to be done by a local subcontractor. Mm -hmm. So um, it's just something that has to be supplied locally and we'll help you help you look through those contracts and make sure they're covered. So. Sure. 
if you think about it, a lot of our clients are building in different states from where they currently live. Mm. So it's really in everyone's best interest that all parties involved know the full scope of the project and that if there are any questions, that we make sure to address them as soon as possible. So really, it's something that we've been doing for so long. A lot of times, builders will reach out to us before they've even built a Golden Eagle log and timber home, and they are eager to build these projects. And they just know that they've heard about our, our, our plans, which you've talked about, and really the support documents that we have. And I think they just feel rest assured that a project like this would be of their caliber and something that they'd be really be interested in. So if you are a builder like that and you want to reach out to us, please give us a call. We'd be interested in getting to know you better. I just want to add one thing with that, that builders really like the fact that we set up the deliveries with them. They know what's coming on every load. We take pictures of that to help them find where things are on the truck or on the trailer when it comes. There are curtain side trailers that you can come in from each side to unload them. Um, we need the area to get up on your site to be able to get a semi-trailer in there. But if you uh, have a site that won't work like that, don't worry. We have builders that have, for say, lulls or trailers that we can get the material up to your site. I reached out to a, a builder who frequently builds with our clients, and I let, notified them that, hey, you told me three months ago that you needed cabinets by a certain time. <laughs> and this is Gary. Gary got back to me, and he said, actually, the project's running ahead of schedule. Thanks for reaching out. We'll actually be on track to get cabinets in a little bit sooner. But it's really that continual sure. communication that builders love, because the last thing they want to do is to get held up by materials. Yep. It's also just such a great benefit of buying your materials from Golden Eagle. Aside from that locked-in pricing that our clients benefit from, on the builder's side, the builder doesn't have to wait around for materials to arrive. Right. Sure. Not to drag this answer out, but I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the benefit of our process, is these items are selected ahead of time before you sign your contract. So now, in the, in the other way, you know, signing the contract with the builder, he's gonna have allowances in, and he's gonna start the project. Now he's gonna tell you to go out and pick your cabinets, pick your doors, pick your plumbing fixtures. Um, now you have to time designing that kitchen. You know, lead times are kind of pushed out right now. And, you know, if you don't have those things picked out, designed correctly, um, that may push the project out or delay the project. With our process, you're selecting those before you sign your contract. You know your price and you're signing your contract. And uh, it, it really, you know, avoids that, that delay in the process on the back end. We do all that work on the front end. Sure. You could tell we're really passionate about this question because I'm going to add on to it even again. <laughs> and I'll just say that a lot of people out there who build a brand new home, you, you hear the concern that they need to budget for more because they're afraid of going over. Well, that's because they don't have a lot of stuff figured out when construction begins because they're being told, you can take care of cabinets later. You pick out your interior doors later. Yet you've already committed to a footprint. You've already committed to starting the home build. With us, we've already made all these decisions so far ahead of time before anyone starts construction that you really do know the cost of your home before you even pound a single nail. Yeah. And so I, on that same line, mm -hmm. look at how much easier it would be to get it financed because there's no surprises. The builder knows what he's doing, Golden Eagle knows what he's doing, and the customer knows what he's doing. No surprises. Everything's picked out ahead of time. Sarah has a question below, and she'd like to know about building a three-bedroom, two-bath home. She would like to have it done by August of 2022. When should she start working with us? Jeff, let's send it to you. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, time frames of getting things going. Tomorrow wouldn't be too soon. <laughs> call us, call any of us. We'll be more than happy to help you with anything when it comes to the designing of that. The type of home that you're talking about, 
when one thing I really like on our website is if you find a home and you scroll down and you look at that and we have all the prices on the bottom, we also have what is called similar homes there. So you do not have to branch through our entire 1,300 floor plans that we have. There are similar floor plans that you can, it saves you a lot of time right there. So that three bedroom, two bath that you were talking about, there's probably 10 of them right there that would be very close to that. It might be a great starting spot for you. But if you want it done by August of next year, yeah, you should probably call us tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. No joke, yeah. Um, so over the past few years, James is asking, have we seen a movement toward more outdoor wood boilers and using that to heat a home? Justin? Um, not necessarily, to be honest with you. Um, we see it a lot here in the upper Midwest. I think we're familiar with, with that outdoor wood boiler system mm -hmm. just because the, the trees and the wood are, are plentiful. Um, but I haven't seen a huge shift to, to that type of system. We can certainly do it. We can certainly incorporate it. Um, but uh, the forest air and maybe the in-floor heating still powered by or heated with natural or pro propane gas are, are still very common, probably the most common, I would say. And Jeff, we've got a great question from Jimmy. This is someone that, something that everyone asks. Is there a price difference with different corner profiles, okay. corner styles? Yeah, there is. The least expensive corner profile and the least amount of maintenance, if you want to say, is either a vertical square or round post. Easy to install, and when it comes to the maintenance of restaining it, that's the easiest. That would be on the bottom left of that picture. And then our button pass corner, which is the staple on the top right corner right there, yep, that is what we have standard in our uh, full log packages. And then the one to the left is a saddle notch corner, and if you're an old fart like me, I had a Lincoln log set when I was a kid, and that's how the corners are on a Lincoln log set, where you don't have every other notch open like you do on the button pass. And then on the left is the uh, dovetail corners, which a lot of people see that. They're very popular in the Smoky Mountain Appalachian area. That's a very popular corner. And then we can also do the curve cut as well. So uh, those are the five basic corners in the uh, log home industry, and we can have every one of those. So the least expensive is the vertical, and the most expensive of that is the dovetail, and we can let you know on the uh, size of the logs and the wall height on how much more it would be. So call us. We could definitely help you out with that. Justin, is there a structural benefit to one over the other? No, none whatsoever. Really, it's just, it just comes down to personal preference. Yeah. Um, we can't get any more structural integrity, integrity from one corner or the other. It's really just comes yeah. down to personal preference, really. Mm -hmm. We have a few questions from below, and they're asking about shipping costs. Uh, one in particular asked about going to northern Quebec. Um, we have another one asking about us building in Texas. Jeff, will you touch on shipping costs yep. and also our factory direct shipping from our vendors? Sure. And that's it's a very good question. What we do at Golden Eagle is we gift the first 250 miles. Those are on Golden Eagle. So the first 250 miles are free. And they, depending on how big the home is and how many semi-loads you would need down there, that uh, we figure that out and it is a pass-through charge. What we get charged is what you get charged to deliver to your site. Um, that's what we do on that end. 
And then we direct ship, like what Zach was saying. So for example, our Pella windows and patio doors do not come here to Golden Eagle, where we have to take them off a truck, put them on another truck, deliver to you. No, there are many products that we direct ship to save you money. Another question is, do we have any locations in the U.S. that we don't build in? We don't build in California. Uh, <laughs> Justin, anything else? Um, California seems to be in Hawaii, Hawaii, I guess, right now. Yeah, yep, Hawaii yep, is a good point. But, yeah. Yep. Just due to Proposition 65 in, in, in California, that just seems to be, yeah. it, just, it has made it too, too time-consuming difficult to ship an entire home of you know, products into California. It's not that we haven't built in California before, but we do have a waiting list. There are 100 homes that we commit to every year, and if we were to commit to a home being built in California and it doesn't end up building due to all the red tape, it just means that's one family that missed out on building that year because it got held up in the bureaucracy of that state's local and statewide politics. That is something that we don't really want to be involved in. We are looking to help as many people as possible build their forever home, their dream home, and really continue on building a family legacy. Can we do other siding styles besides wood and timbers? That comes from Matthew. Matthew, we actually touched on this earlier. Yes, you absolutely can. You could build a home that doesn't even look like a log or timber home. Really, there are so many different options out there that are available. Jeff, we have a question about multipliers, and this also comes from Matthew. He'd like to know, is there a certain multiplier that we use to help estimate turnkey, and does it vary depending on the location that you're building in? Very good question. Yeah, you'll see on our website again, very proud that I work for a company that we don't hide our prices. And we do that for a reason, because you know what your budget is or where you want to be. And if you look at our website, what you see right there, we have an approximate turnkey price of what it would be to build. Now, it would be a lot less expensive to build a home, say, in central Wisconsin, where we are right here in sandy soil, flat ground, than if you're building in the Rocky Mountains or in higher elevations where it would be very, very hard to build. So get a hold of us, ask us, let us know what state you're building in. And we have talked to builders over the years, and we came up with different multipliers for different states. So just reach out and ask us, and we'll be as honest as we can to try to get you as accurate of a ballpark turnkey number as we can. Speaking of ballpark turnkey numbers, Justin, will you touch on what is what does it mean to be turnkey, and what are these numbers reflecting? Sure, yeah, turnkey is going to give you the price of the home. So we can't predict what your lot costs are going to be or your site and site improvements are going to be at this point. So those items are going to be included, our, our septic, well, driveway, um, and some other things that aren't included uh, that you see on the turnkey pricing on the website or engineering costs. So those are pretty site-specific as well. Um, so turnkey is... The home built, completely built on your property, minus the, the site improvement costs is what it comes down to. And Jeff, Jimmy comments below. He says he's watched all of our videos, and we've referenced one-stop shopping. What are certain things that we're still unable to provide? He references appliances. Why don't we provide appliances? The only two things when you're done between us and the builder that we do not provide and the builder does not apply, uh, provide our furniture and appliances. And what we do, like we talked about our selections website that Zach and Dela do a tremendous job with, 
is they will ask you for the appliances that you are going to put into that home, and then the cabinets are made to wrap right around your microwave or your stove or your oven. We ask you what you're putting in, but we do not provide those. Now, there are builders that work in certain areas that have been there for a long time that can really help you out with furniture stores and appliance stores and probably get you a very good deal on prices for those. So between us and the builder, again, the only two things you'd need to get are furniture and appliances. Do some builders put an allowance these days for appliances, or do they always keep that separate? Sure, they sure do, yep. And all an allowance is is as simple as that. Like if he puts in, for example, a flooring allowance of $8,000, and you end up using $6,000, you'd have a $2,000 credit. Or it could work the other way. They just build an allowance in. We have a question from Matt. It's a repeat of an earlier question. And it is asking about locking in a package price. And yes, we have contract pricing that does get locked in. And as long as everything goes according to schedule with your construction, that you don't have any huge delays, your price will remain locked in. So our our typical schedule is it's uh, six months for the first delivery, right? Correct. And then we've got the rough-in shipment, which that would be roughly three, is it three months later? Another six months. Another six months later. So really, you get a full year of locked-in pricing. Correct. Yep, yep. Correct. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll bring back on stage Jan and John. Thank you for being back up here, you guys. We have a question from Nick Bricks. He would like to know what are the price ranges of our homes? Well, Nick, a general price range is between four hundred dollars to $450,000, all the way up to $4 million, although there really is no upper limit. But that would be a very common price range. And Jan, will you touch on why is it that four hundred, four fifty dollars is the common starting point? You know, there are a lot of staples in a home, things that are going to be required with construction regardless. We've got concrete. We've got a lot of considerations that drive up the base cost of a home. So, Yeah, well, when you're looking at a Golden Eagle package, you're only looking at a percentage of the overall construction of that home. So when you've got to get the builder involved, just some of the things that the builder's got to handle, he's got to get your building permits. He has to handle your excavation. Your foundation has to be poured. He's going to need an electrician, a plumber, and a heating and air conditioning contractor. He's going to need a drywaller. So there, you know, and then he's going to need his crew to do all the construction for that home uh, once Golden Eagle br- delivers the materials to the to the job site. So, so a builder is going to, you know, they're going to start out even on a small home. They're going to get at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars to do their end of it. So. You know, so it's getting, you know, you know, three years ago, we could sell homes for $300,000. But in today's market, with material costs being up a little bit and in, what, in builder costs, you know, four fifty, five hundred thousand dollars dollars is, is going to be a pretty much minimum that we're going to be able to go on a new home. It's really like buying a new vehicle, too. I mean, your newest vehicles have better technology in them. They have a lot more features that you're starting off with compared to if you were to have bought a vehicle 10 years ago. So really, there are a lot more bells and whistles, a lot more things that are just assumed with brand new home construction. We have a question from Paul. He'd like to know about displays. How does he go about picking items out? John, will you touch on our world-class showroom and really the benefits of someone coming here to visit us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Coming here is definitely the best way. You come here, you get to see it, feel it, hold different products up to one another, compare coloring and stuff. 
Um, prior to that, you know, as we're developing the plans, <coughs> if customers have questions, we definitely have resources. We can send them along the way to give them inspiration as we're developing the plans. But I mean, really coming to our showroom here, it, it's, it's what separates us from everybody else, we feel. And uh, you can, you know, just seeing everything and, like I say, mixing it together and making the house come together. You know, I think people feel like they're, they're, they're really nervous about, uh, you know, making it all come together. When you, when you see our homes on our website and everything, we can make that happen for you. It's not, you don't have to be nervous about that. We, we make it fun. Um, we have, you know, we have, you know, Zach and Dale do an amazing job of coordinating, um, getting this all together, helping you with the colors, the exterior colors, your stone, your stain colors, your window colors, your shingle colors, and they'll put it all on a board for you so that you can see it. And if we want to interchange and try a different color with that, um, you know, they make it really, really unique for you so that it, when you leave, you know, most of all of our customers are just like, wow, that really went well, and we're going to have an incredible house, and, and it gets built, and it's, it's like, wow, we got that all done in that one day with Zach and Dale. And even if it takes multiple days, we always welcome that, as well as continual support throughout the whole entire build. We've got a lot of clients that reach out to us uh, even after their home is built, and they are asking us additional questions. So we're really here as a family, as a team, to help support them. Not a problem whatsoever. I had a client recently, he built a home with us 18 years ago, and he bought a new dishwasher, and he wanted to replace, and I don't know if his original one lasted 18 years, but he wanted to replace his dishwasher. He wanted a brand new dishwasher panel. That's the one that has the cabinet front face. We were able to get him a matching dishwasher panel with the same exact door style, same color stain, as well as the same profile and everything. And it was no big deal whatsoever. He couldn't believe it, he was so happy. He sent us a photo afterward and thanked us for that. So it was really nice to be able to help him out. We have a few rapid fire questions that we can easily take care of. Violet asked if we can build in Tennessee. Yes, absolutely, we have a ton of homes in Tennessee. Uh, a few under construction right now. A few of them will be feature homes that you'll see on the website in the future. Also, we have one from Renee. She'd like to know about solar panels, charging stations, uh, charging stations in particular for electric vehicles. Uh, yes, Renee, that's not a problem. It'd be really most important that your local electrician, the, the one who'll be working on your home, that they're able to get all that hooked up for you, and really it would be no big deal whatsoever. Um, we also have another question. It's a repeat from earlier from Sarah. Uh, Sarah would like to know about the cost of lumber and how it's affected us. So just go back and watch that earlier. But what we can tell you is that we've never been as busy as we are today. And a lot of people are in contract for next year. And we're, we're just booked solid. So if you're interested in building, there is really no time like today. Uh, John, let's send this over to you. Uh, the question is, how does someone go about drawing floor plans and engineering? Now, we've already talked about drawing floor plans and that process, but will you talk about the benefits of our engineering and really why somewhat, why getting engineering through Golden Eagle would really help expedite a project, especially in an area where it's a little more complicated to build? Absolutely. Um, so we, we do all the in-house design and engineering right here at Golden Eagle. Uh, so once we develop the floor plan, that's really just the preliminary floor plan to make sure we've got the footprint and the layout exactly the way you want it. Um, then once you get your proposal, you come in, you do all your selections, we engage in what we call engineering. So that's when we're doing all the local code compliant engineer work, like we've touched on before, the snow loads, the 
heat counts, you know, uh, I think Justin touched on it before, where we're putting together 20 to 25 pages of blueprints specifically for where you're building. Uh, it, it's a great thing that you're doing it all with us because then you know everything's going to work together. It's, we, we're designing everything to go together. We're providing everything. So it's not one guy's providing a part of this and another guy did the plans and then the other guy's pr providing something else. We're designing it, engineering it, and providing everything so you know everything's going together. You know it's going to work, and if it doesn't, it's on us to make sure it works for you, and we're here six days a week to make sure it works for you. Can you imagine sizing the footings for a foundation and not knowing how they're supposed to be engineered out? I mean, just take a look at our builds in Colorado. That could vary right. drastically depending on the build site location. That's why it's so important to get our engineered plans ahead of time before ever starting that construction process. Well, and not only that, but, but we remember most states uh, require state stamp plans. So that means that uh, the plans have to be reviewed by a licensed engineer and stamped by uh, you know, uh, an engineer that's licensed in that specific state so that they're familiar with all the code requirements uh, for exactly where that home is going to get built. So um, it is important that you know, when, when we do all your engineering and design that we are working with you know, the right engineering firm you know, with, to be able to stamp those plans for you. Mm -hmm. We have a question from Roger. He'd like to know if he can get the timber frame look in a full log home. Yes, Roger, you absolutely can. In fact, we've had a YouTube channel for probably about 15 years now. If you go way back in the archives, you'll see one out there, and it's called SIPS Timber Frame Hybrid, and you'll see a nice uh, photo album of that. But we also have a, a few homes in the works right now that have full log wall construction, and then the timber frame trusses for the roof system. Also, another question is asking if gutters are recommended. If you take a look at the Building My Dream Home video series, you'll see that on that timber ranch, there were no gutters on that home. So it's really up to you. There are other considerations that you need to take into account when figuring out if you should have gutters on your home. A lot of it's going to have to do with drainage around your foundation, um, also other accommodations. So on that home, there are actually uh, a lot of rocks around the foundation, and it's a very sandy location too. So it helps get water away from, away from that concrete foundation. Uh, can you build, John, can we build in an unorganized township? Uh, so how does that go about if, there is uh, really, if there aren't a lot of rules or limitations with construction, it's no problem, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's going to dictate where your building is going to dictate the level of engineering that we need to do on your plans because we're going to, again, make sure we're code compliant or exceeding the local codes. Um, but even in an area that doesn't have a lot of rules, I guess we're still going to you know meet our minimums for when we're structurally engineering that home. But yeah, no problem. Jan, do they need to have a septic tank when building the home? And uh, do they need to have a well also? It's really going to depend on the land, won't it? Absolutely. Site, the site, your site is going to determine some, you know, if you're building in a, uh, in a subdivision, maybe you've got water sewer systems there that can be done. If that's the case, that's, that's awesome because then you don't have to drill your own well and do your septic. Um, but that's all got to be for, for sure, you know, a water and sewer system, you need it to, to be able to operate your home. Um, so either one way or the other, a well or septic will be needed. So, yeah. Bike Dude asks, is there a thermal efficiency difference between full log and a half log or a quarter log home? And Jeff touched on that earlier. And really, at the end of the day, there's no huge difference but we do find that a lot of people do buy full log homes 
for the thermal mass benefits of you being able to heat up that log and it retain that heat. Or if you're using your air conditioner in the summertime, you can keep a cooler home on the inside. If you look into log home research, you'll find that a lot of people find that to be one of their favorite benefits of owning a log home. John, here's a question from Paula. She'd like to ask, or she's asking if it's more money to build a loft or a ranch home. You know, it's going to come into the specific uh, house footprint and everything else that's going on with the home. But general rule of thumb is it's cheaper to build up and down versus out. Uh, there's, there's less roofing and concrete work and everything else. So to add a loft is going to give you a better per square foot price than a big sprawling range for sure. Mm -hmm. Jen would like to know if we offer steel roofing, and is there uh, uh, any sort of benefit with steel roofing versus a shingle roof? No, not really. I mean, uh, steel roofs or metal roofs were designed in the in the western areas. They were the the reason they came out was because of wildfires. Um, the metal roof is certainly going to be better in a, if you're in a fire danger area because you're gonna get the embers and sparks from the fire that can start the shingles on fire. So a metal roof would certainly be a benefit in, in that area. A metal roof will shed the snow um, a little better than a shingled roof. Um, however, most Golden Eagle homes, if you, you, know, you look at our website and you look at our plans and you see all our pictures and photos, we put steep roofs on our, on our homes. So uh, when you got a really steep roof, then those shingles are going to hold up a lot longer than they are on a, on a shallower you know, style roof. So the shingles uh, are a great option as well. So it's really the look that you're after. Um, some people like uh, the shingles because of the architectural look. It gives you more of a, a texture to the you know, different colors, where a metal roof is pretty much just one, one straight color. So uh, again, it all depends on where you're building. If you're in a really heavy snow load area, then you might want a metal roof. So, Hey, John, Mark asked, or he asked about aging in place and how to set up a brand new home for aging in place. Jan touched on that a little bit earlier with the master suite on the first floor. What are some other good considerations? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the zero entry from the garage into the house, uh, I think Jan touched on, we, drop, we can drop the shower if the customer wants that we lower the, the, the floor in that area. So it's a zero entry into your shower, wider door frames, uh, using levers versus knobs on your door handles, um, you know, wider hallways. It's, we can really incorporate a lot of different, the function of the bathroom just so it's easier to get around in there and stuff, you know, so a lot of different things. And if that's important to you, what I would just say is point that out at the time that you start talking to us and we'll make sure to point out some options for you along the way. Another great thing to keep in mind is, although you're designing it for aging in place, it doesn't have to be noticeably that way. Mm -hmm. Really, nobody would ever pick up that you are considering no steps from the garage into the house. They would just think it was a decision you made, not because you're thinking, well, worst case scenario someday. Absolutely. When we have a lot of customers too that, like, even with that question before, you know, the, the master on the first floor, some customers still do a master up in the loft but then the master on the first floor too, knowing that someday they might move down to the first floor and just design it with two masters right away. Mm -hmm. yeah. Billy Miller asks if you can have wraparound porches everywhere. In fact, Billy, take a look at our log home construction video series, and you'll see that on that home plan, which is called the log and timber home, that has wraparound porches all the way around the home. So that might offer you some great inspiration. 
Dave has a question for you, Jan. He'd like to know when can they start building and do you pick them up at the airport? I will absolutely pick you up at the airport, without any doubt. I'll pick you up wherever you need me to go. <laughs> uh, right now, we're busy. Uh, there's no question. The industry is crazy, crazy busy. Um, somebody that walks in today and says, we're ready to go, um, you're probably going to be looking at six to eight months for design and engineering. And uh, then we've got to get your products manufactured. Um, so Golden Eagle side of things, you're probably going to be looking at uh, January, February 2022 right now. Uh, builders, that's another story. Uh, most builders right now are booked through the year. Some of them are even booking next year. So that's the biggest thing is we need to get, uh, get a builder online for you uh, to handle the, the construction. So all in all, I would probably tell you, you want to be looking at uh, a year uh, at least a year right now for uh, a start of construction. Mm -hmm. John, we've got a question below about our trust systems and shipping them to the, the job site. Uh, is the builder constructing the trusses or do they already ship pre-built? It's going to depend on the actual design and style of the, the roof that we're using, the home. Um, I mean, if we're using scissor trusses, one-piece parallel, two-piece Parallel cord trusses, it's all, uh, but they're engineered trusses, so there's no constructing the truss, I guess I would say. But, you know, depending on the where you're shipping is going to determine what kind of roof we can use also. You know, we're not going to ship 16-foot wide trusses all the way out to Montana or something, so we're going to do like a field splice parallel or something there. But it, it's, it's, they're not uh, constructing the truss. Now, if we're talking timber trusses, you know, then we're talking two different, you know, are, are we talking uh, the exposed beam system or are we talking the ultra custom system? So there's, within the timber trusses, then there's some that come already pre-cut, datoed, mortise and tenon, and numbered so you can just reassemble them. That way we can ship them easier so they don't get damaged. If we're shipping an exposed beam type truss, then yes, the builder will be cutting it on site and putting it together because it's a simpler truss design, so it's not that hard for him to do. Thank you, John. I can tell you've been doing this a long time because you answered that from the way, if a builder was asking this, he would be talking the roof system and the, the parallel cord trusses, the scissor trusses. But I do think a lot of people out there are wondering about those, those timber trusses, you know, the ones that you can see, the ones that are exposed. And really, we can do it however the homeowner prefers. We always have those questions. It's probably one of the first questions you ask if you hear that they want a timber-style home. Dave asks, can he get storage space under his garage, and can he have a solid concrete safe room? Absolutely. Okay, so when you design your roof trusses on your garage, there are different types of trusses that you can use. They make what they call a storage truss, that you can use that for a storage area just for storing uh, extra stuff up, up above the garage, and they also make what they call bonus room trusses. That's going to be for somebody that wants to actually put a room and be able to walk up there and, uh, you know, maybe put a dormer with some windows in it and have that as a finished area above the garage. That would be a bonus room truss. So safe rooms, basically pouring a concrete wall uh, can be anywhere designed into the home. Biggest thing is we got to make sure we got a footing underneath it to support it from the foundation. We can pour a concrete wall all the way around the outside. We can do a uh, concrete ceiling in that safe room and we can put a, a solid heavy duty door on it and uh, you're safe. <laughs> so, 
John, on the, the amazing home, the one with, or it's between two lakes, the Timber Lake, yeah. they did the garage below the existing, below the garage. Will you talk about the cost benefits of doing that system versus building a garage separately? Yeah, um, I mean, it's gonna depend on how big you're going and everything, what's your soil like. You know, if you're on a real rocky soil, it might not be real cost prohibitive to do something like that. But if you uh, have land that lends itself well to it, a lot of times too, it comes into how big of a lot do you have and how much um, pervious and pervious can you affect that lot, you know, those regulations come into play. So those, those are oftentimes great times to do it. But it's gonna come in, uh, you know, very similarly priced, maybe a little bit cheaper to do an under garage type garage system. Nice thing is then it's all in one section of the home. You know, if you're storing stuff down there, you can just go down there and get it. You don't have to walk outside to go out to the other shop. So there's pros and cons on both of it. John, you've been doing this for how many years? Is it 12, 13? Working on 14 years. 14 years, I'm sorry. Well, here's a good question for you because you've been involved in so many projects. And this one asks, how long can the logs sit on the job site? Are there certain conditions that we need to consider for storing those logs? Yeah. Um, you know, if you're not going to be using them right away, I mean, that's why we stagger our deliveries too, is because we, we don't want the logs sitting out there longer than they have to either. But we also know that once they start constructing the wall, they're going to be exposed for a while, you know. Um, if it's going to be out there, we want to, you know, cover them up while they're not being constructed. Once the house starts getting constructed, um, you know, you're, you're going to finish for building the home, wash it, then stain it. Generally, we like to see a coat of stain put on there within about six months, I believe, is kind of what we put out there for a stipulation, you know. So, um, but, yeah. And maybe, John, what we might also want to mention is, you know, there are times where we ship log packages to job sites. They might go in the fall, and the builder can't get to it until spring. So that's not an issue. Um, again, key is keeping it covered. Um, when, we, when we kiln dry that, that log, what we're basically doing is we're breaking down the cells in that log so that it will not accept much moisture in that log. So it's not going to be retaining a lot of water. So the, the key thing is once the home is built, that you do use the log wash that we send with the home and you clean those logs and uh, you, you get everything prepped and then it will accept the stain very well. There are sites where them homes, they've gone a year before they've been actually stained. So I think that's... Uh, uh, an important issue, though, is like John mentioned, we definitely want you want to keep them covered. You know that would that's that's important. But uh, and obviously, the sooner that you can get it up and get it stained, the better. So. Mm -hmm. But it's very rarely ever a concern. No, I think if, if you ever see or hear of a concern like that, that's because there are a lot of companies out there that don't schedule their deliveries, mm -hmm. and they don't have. And that's what you touched on right from the start here is that we do have these scheduled deliveries that happen throughout the process. That way you don't have all these materials that won't be needed for months. You have them when you need them. Really helpful for the builder and just the whole process. We have an easy question here from Dave. He'd like to know if he can do an archery range in his basement. Yes, you absolutely can. That's not a problem whatsoever. We also have a question from Mikey. And Mikey would like to know if he can do heated garage floors and a heated basement. Uh, we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier too. I believe Justin covered it. And yes, you can absolutely do all those heating systems. In fact, it may make a lot of sense for you to do that, uh, depending on what's available to you, whether you have natural gas or not. Really might be a very good way to, to heat a garage floor and uh, also heat the basement at the same time. And of course, you have different zones for those areas, so one doesn't, you, you don't necessarily need the garage 
to be at 72 degrees, right? You could have it at 50 degrees and it'd be very comfortable in the wintertime. Mm. Is there a long wait appointment to sit down and get started? Let's send that over to you, John. Let's say someone wants to make an appointment with you. How far out are you booked and are you accepting appointments? Yeah, um, we're always accepting appointments, obviously, to get the ball started, you know, get the process going. Um, so if you're looking to get started, give us a call right away. I mean, we are very busy, so a lot of times we have customers call up and say, hey, can I come in today at 12, you know, 2 o'clock, and we might all be booked up. So definitely give us a call and schedule that appointment. Don't think you can just show up and have someone able to answer, although we'll try. But, um, yeah, we're definitely accepting appointments. We're definitely getting the process started. And we will be very honest. We'll look at where you're looking to build. We'll tell you, you know, we're going to be this far out to get the plans, and we think builders in that area are this far out. Some builders are, you know, some areas of the country are a little bit further out than others, just with builder availabilities and stuff. Mm -hmm. Something that just stuck out to me is you mentioned we will be very honest. And, Jan, will you touch on you have had so many repeat buyers so many homeowners that have built more than once with you. And I think a big part of that is just the overall theme here at Golden Eagle is we want to we wanna communicate the reality of everything. So will you touch on, really, you've done this so many times, will you touch on the importance of also from the client end, them communicating with us what their real budget is and really what their real expectations are? Because I think that so many times we can get mixed messages if someone says that they want to do something and, and here you're telling them, well, it's going to cost this much. I mean, really, there's just such importance in an honest conversation. Yeah, I mean, it's so important to listen to the customer. The, um, I've been doing this for 35 years plus now, and, and, and you know, and the, the key thing that I do when I meet with a customer is I let them talk. I listen. It's important to understand what they want, and you have to be upfront with every customer. So they need to know what, what the cost is going to be. It does not pay for Golden Eagle to design or work with a, with a homeowner uh, on a $1.2 million home, and they have a $650,000 budget. You know, we're going to waste the homeowner's time, and they're going to waste an important time with us here at Golden Eagle. So, so we, we need, it is very important when we get started with you that we establish a plan, uh, you know, and what you're looking for, where your build site is, um, are you going to have a basement? Are you going to have a walkout basement? Are you building on 9,000 feet, or are you building out on a flat field? Um, so there's a lot of things that come into play, and that's the information that we need to learn from you as a homeowner so that we can give you accurate, at least a good idea on a ballpark price. So it makes no sense for us to get started in design if, if, if we're not uh, up front. So, so yes, that, that's so important that everybody knows... Uh, where we're at, and we understand what you're looking for so we know if we can help you or not. I think it's fair to say, too, Jan, that we'll give you our honest feedback, but the customer should also lead in with where they want to be budget-wise right off the bat. And it's not because that's where we're going to shoot for to start you off at. It's not that that's what we're going to use as a pricing structure to help some prices home. It's really if, you, if the customer tells us, this is my budget that I want to be at, and this is my wants list and this is my checks list, it's really what I feel our job then is to get as many of those wants or checks, you know, needs that we can get and keep you under that budget. But if, if they don't give us that guidance and tell us this is where they want to be, we could really start, we have no path to lead them on really at that point. 
Yep. The, the more that we know, the, the closer we can be when it comes time to and, give them and, and, if, and if a customer tells us too, hey, I want to be at this price point and they're looking at a different model home, we might have a smaller scaled one that really checks all those boxes that we should really be looking at this one first and not even focusing on this one and still give them exactly what they're looking for, you know? Yeah. Not a single person on this stage ever wants to do a ballpark price and to come in too low on it and for a homeowner to be upset with us at the end of the day. Right. That's not the intent whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so perfect that you, you hit on just that clear communication and really communicating that. We had someone recently who started plans with us and they got a little distracted at one point with another company because the other company was telling them it was going to cost them X amount, which was, was less than what we were expecting it to cost. And they probably wasted probably six months getting distracted with that company, and they came back to us asking, all right, let's, let's continue moving right. on, because what I've came to find out, I'm just about to sign a contract. What I came to find out was that there were a lot of surprise costs that they weren't telling me about, but this is what you told me all along. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think that's where we don't want to waste their, your time, and uh, we really... There's so much experience here. Uh, we, with 100 homes a year doing this for so long, I think you guys can really put together a really good estimate on what a house would realistically cost to build. So um, taking a look at one last question for the night, um, and we'll send this to both of you guys. What are some good tips out there for some do-it-yourselfers who really want to get into log cabin building as a future carpenter? Jan, will you touch on that? What are some good tips for getting started in log cabin building? Yeah, well, obviously understanding the plans. Um, you know, if somebody wants to build their own home or they want to become a builder for Golden Eagle, we are always looking, of course. So we would want you to come in and actually do a, a visit here at our facility so that we can go through actual the engineered builder plans with you so you understand the takeoffs and how we do things, how the logs go together, how the timbers go together, how the windows and doors get installed, how the roof trusses get set. Um, we use different types of floor systems at Golden Eagle. We have two by 10 standard floor. We have eye joist floors. We have uh, you know, floor trusses that are really popular now. Same for our roof trusses. Most all of our roof trusses are all pre-made. So these are things that we'll go over with the builder on. And if you're a private owner gonna build your own home, We'll be happy to go through that with you as well. So, John, Jan, anything to key on that? I was going to say, Jan, you covered that so well. I'm going to ask Jan, John a different question here. Sure. Okay. John, how about this? When researching log and timber home companies, what are some key things that people should be asking when searching around? Absolutely. Um, I think the big thing is when you're looking at log or timber home companies, making sure they offer what you want. Um, so if you want a full log home, does that company offer a full log home? Do you want a timber home? Does that company offer a timber home? Here at Golden Eagle, we offer full log, half log, exposed beam, ultra custom timber. So we like to think we're offering a wide variety. So make sure that company, one, has the products that you're looking to, to use. And do they have the experience in the area you're looking to build? You know, those, those are big factors to take into consideration, I think. Mm-hmm. And that touches on what you've, I've heard you say in the past, too, is sometimes when you're speaking with someone, they'll just try to sell you what they have available. So the great thing about us is, is that we have everything available, so we're not going to try to point you just one direction just to try to get the sale. Correct. We yeah. want you to get what you actually want. Yep. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's broadcast. If you'd like us to continue doing these live Q&As, then please comment below. 
We'd love to hear your feedback. Also, if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe. We have so many more great videos coming out in the future, including the final episode of the DIY Building a Home series. So be sure to stay tuned and check that out in the near future. Thank you so much.